Hey, I'm Adam Jusko from ProudMoney.com, and in this video, I am looking at fair credit credit cards or average credit credit cards, meaning credit cards for people that have average credit or fair credit, not great credit, but not terrible credit. Before I talk about what those cards are, uh, I would ask you to please subscribe to our channel if you are new to the Proud Money channel. We do credit card reviews and best of lists like this and other personal finance stuff too, so please subscribe. Okay, fair credit credit cards. Like I said, this means not great credit, not bad credit. In terms of what that means in, uh, as a credit score, you know, anywhere probably from around 650 to 700, depending on the card, you might go even a little bit lower. Uh, you know, some cards might consider even a little bit higher to still be uh, fair credit before you start getting up into the to the better ranges. So, but use that 650 to 700 as sort of a uh, uh, place that you can think of as fair credit. It's not necessarily bad credit, but there's you know, uh, you either don't have a long credit history or maybe you've had, you know, a credit issue here or there and you're not, you know, sitting up at the top of the credit score scale. So don't fool yourself if you have bad credit, though, because you don't want to apply for uh, too many credit cards when you have bad credit that, you know, that you're not going to get approved for because otherwise you're just going to keep getting your credit score dinged every time that you are uh, rejected. And so your credit score is actually going to go down every time you go after a card that you, you know, you're hoping that you have kind of gotten good enough to get to, but you're still not there. So if your credit score is still, you know, languishing down there in the low 600s or whatever, you're probably not going to qualify for, uh, for a lot of cards and you should probably wait until you can get that score up a little bit. So anyway, when we talk about fair credit cards, I'm going to kind of go, I think, uh, you know, there's sort of different schools of thought as to, you know, where the, the qualifications are for these different cards. So I am going to name some names here. And based on your own experience, you might say, oh, no, they rejected me or you forgot this card or whatever. So I would love to hear in the comments if you have thoughts about the cards that I talk about, if they're, you know, easy or difficult for people that have fair credit, if you yourself have fair credit and you have uh, uh, you know, applied for these cards, I'd love to hear your personal take on them. But Based on what we know of these cards, I'm going to kind of talk about the cards that are, uh, you know, maybe easier to get if you have fair credit and then maybe move down the list to ones that may be a little more uh, shaky, but they still might be worth it. So sort of on the end that I would tend to think of as easier um, especially within the major credit card issuers. Capital One has a Platinum card. The Capital One Platinum is a no-frills card. Um, it has no rewards, and it has a uh, fairly high interest rate, up over 20%. So it's very obviously, and they even say they're uh, you know, targeting an average credit customer, and their defin definition of average is almost you know, what I would tend to think of as a bad credit customer. So that is a card that I would think is very uh, easily one that if you have a fair credit score, you know, you could probably qualify for. Capital One also offers a Capital One Quicksilver One card, which is a variation on their uh, Quicksilver card that gives 1.5% cash back on all your purchases. The difference with the Quicksilver One card is you have a $39 annual fee and you have a uh, you know higher interest rate that you have to pay for it, which again, suggests that they are uh, approving people that have uh, fair credit, that aren't up in that excellent, uh, excellent credit score range, but, uh, you know, aren't in, the, aren't in the bad credit area either. Now, these next cards are ones that 
I am going on based on, you know, things I have heard from other people and sort of looking also at the interest rate range that these cards offer. I tend to look at cards that have an interest rate range, uh, you know, anywhere starting from anywhere like maybe over 16%. And then, you know, if the range goes up well over 20%, like 23 or 24 or even higher, then to me that tells me that those that uh, that card issuer is uh, you know approving people at those higher interest rates, or else why would they have a credit you know a credit uh, interest rate range that even goes that high? So I tend to look at that range, and so if I look at a card and it says you know 16.24 up to 24.24, then I think all right, well they're obviously approving some people up in the uh, you know significantly up into the 20s. That means that some fair credit people are probably being approved. So that's sort of a shorthand way to look at it. It's not always true, and I'm sure some people will tell me it's not true of some of the cards that I'm about to talk about. But that's one way to uh, you know sort of eyeball it and get an idea of whether a uh, card may be approving fair credit people. So some cards that I'll talk about here. The PayPal Cashback MasterCard has a lower end of its range down in the, a little over 17% as of this video, and then it goes up into the 20s. The Chase Freedom and the Chase Slate cards both start in the 16s, but then go well up into the 20s in terms of interest rate as well. Uh, the Blue from American Express, same thing, has a higher interest rate range. Uh, the Hilton Honors card, the no, the no Annual Fee card from American Express, is one that has a higher interest rate range and may be approving more fair credit customers, you know, a little looser uh, than maybe American Express would be on some of their uh, other cards. The Wells Fargo Platinum card, another card with a higher interest rate range. So those are some other cards to, to look at if you're in the fair credit, but maybe you're a little, especially if you're more, uh, you know, sort of the higher range, if you're up around 700 or maybe even getting a little bit above it, uh, you know, those are cards that are much more likely to approve you on that high end, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're approving anyone and, you know, the standards they use for any specific individual are very hard to pin down. If you have a, uh, you know, a history with any of those issuers and it is not uh, a great history with that issuer in particular, even if your credit score may be better, if you have, you know, if they've had an issue specifically with you in the past with you not making payments or something, then they are less likely to uh, approve you for for a new card. So that's you know I've sort of thrown some rules of thumbs and set a lot of exceptions there because I don't want to I don't want to get too pinned down in terms of what uh, uh, you know those cards that I'm throwing out there. But those are some cards to consider if you have average or fair credit. So thanks for watching this video. Please go to proudmoney.com for other credit card reviews and rankings and all sorts of other personal finance stuff too. Thanks.